0: I'm so glad you're listening to Hope for the Uprooted today. And I just I just want to talk to you. You've got those earphones plugged in, those ear bobs, those ear plugs. You're, you're either walking, you're running, you're listening, you're sitting, whatever, but you took the time, you felt a need to tune in, to be encouraged and get hope for the uprooted. I'm just, I just want to invite you to come into my home. I want us to walk through the living room and walk through the kitchen and go outside on the back porch. My hammock is there. I've got geraniums around. I've got a lime green wicker sofa that I'd love for us to sit side by side on. You'll overlook more geraniums, because I love geraniums. And I have a small backyard, and so it's just, for me, a place of sanctuary. And I think that it's a good place for you and I to meet as often as we can. And for you to know that you have my undivided attention, As I read your heart and understand your emotions and your feelings as you go through being uprooted whether it's through a move whether it's through a major life change it's just us and we're just gonna hang out and we're just gonna talk and each week we'll talk about different things you and I but things that are matters of your heart And, you know, last week we talked about, um, or I talked to you about, I have to switch hats. I'm not talking to, uh, I'm not teaching and I'm not talking to a large group of women. I'm talking to you and you may have blue eyes or brown eyes as you sit across from me or long hair or short hair, but it's you. This is all about you and last week you and I talked about how change can rock your world and how that rocky road of change can really devastate you. For many of you a move being uprooted is just, it's wonderful. You're excited about it, You're look, you've looked forward to it um, but for you sitting across from me on my porch with the birds in the background, you just need to be encouraged because you're having a hard time. And so I I just wanna talk to you, whether your name is Mary or Sally or Sue or uh, Barbara, I wanna talk to you about, give you some real hope and encouragement in surviving change and transition. I want you to have a better understanding of how to live above your circumstances and how to live in contentment and peace and then to live with joy as you begin to try to put the pieces of your life back together. I might even take your hand and just encourage you by just just holding your hand as we as we talk through this because I know it's not easy I know you are thinking how do I live above my circumstances and not under them how do I live in contentment and peace and live with joy after a hard move or a major life change I know you're thinking those things I've thought those things in my 14 moves, and yet there's some real key uh, points that I wanna draw in to your thinking and help you understand. You see, when you make the choice to live above your circumstances by changing the focus of your life, then living in contentment and peace and living with joy can come. Key word, key word, my friend, is choice. It is a choice that you make. God may not change your circumstances after this move. He may not change your circumstances after any change in your life, but He'll change you through the process. And when you focus on God, when you saturate your mind and your heart with His Word, when you begin to grasp the magnitude of His love and care for you, and and listen at this, I had to learn this, when you allow Him to use your struggles to transform you and just embrace his presence and finally recognize that life is more than your circumstances. Then you'll really get Jesus because it's all about Him. Then you'll know that contentment and peace and joy can come from that intimate relationship with Him. And you know what? You might already know this, but in the midst of a chaos or the maze of moving, you may need to be reminded and you may need to refocus on Christ and on who God is. And I think the key to your peace and security and stability as you sit here kind of, kind of fractured through all of this. And when your world is uprooted, is for you to rest and rely in who God is. He is sovereign, honey. He is not going to leave you, not forsake you. And you can rely on His Word and His promises. And you can come out on the other side of your circumstances in victory, not as a victim. And can I just remind you, my sweet friend, that we all need to refocus. Every now and then, we just get off track, and especially when we're going through a major upheaval in our life that affects every part of our life. It affects our marriage and our parenting. It affects us in any of our relationships. And so many times, we just need to realize that we have to, you and I, have to respond to God first instead of responding to circumstances and people and situations. And I know your heart is hurting right now. I know you're thinking, uh, I just, I don't care, I don't understand. But you need to respond to God first. And it's so natural that we always tend to respond to our circumstances, that which we see around us, rather than respond to God. I just have to tell you that um, I would encourage you to run, don't walk, god's word to scripture run don't walk because you need it right now to fill the very fiber of your soul you you know there'll be days when scripture won't feel fresh in you i've had times in my life my friend when i just walked right through the words but i keep going back to the chapter and the verse until it begins to penetrate my heart, and my mind, and I find myself running to His Word. God is sovereign. He is unchangeable. He is everywhere. He will not leave you or forsake you. He knows all. He's all-powerful. He's strong. He's mighty. He's caring. He's empathetic. And I just want to share that with you over and over again, because so many times I needed someone to say to me over and over again, you've got to focus on who God is and on his word, Susan. You've got to choose to live above your circumstances and not under them. I just You know, I just can't tell you enough how a lot of times we lose you and I, and I am the first. I've lived through this, and that's why I can share my heart with you as you sit here across from me. But that I know how even though God doesn't change your situation, He will give you the strength and the courage and the hope so you can face it and keep on going. And you can take that to the bank and cash it. I think the first thing I learned in the midst of trying to survive transition and change and coming out of that maze of moving, the first thing I learned going through the valleys in life was I learned more about God and His faithfulness than I could have ever learned on the mountaintops. And as I just sit here and hold your hand, I just want you to feel that, that I know what I know what I know. I'm not just speaking words to be heard. I'm speaking life lessons to be learned. That God will teach you more about Himself In the valley of your life, than you could ever learn on the mountaintop. Let me just share a scripture, a couple of scriptures with you to help you. Uh, Hebrews 1 or Hebrews 13, Hebrews 13, verse 8 Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And First Peter 5, 7, I love this, and you will too. Give all your worries to Him because He cares for you. Oh, honey, I could just go on and on with Scripture. God's Word is new and fresh every morning. It's like a healing balm all day long and at the, the evening time. Uh, beginning of your day and the end of your day. Isaiah 26.4, Trust in the Lord forever, for in God the Lord we have an everlasting rock. And here's one that really applies to your circumstances. 2 Corinthians 5.7, For we walk by faith, not by sight. And in order for you to live above your circumstances and not under them, you can't Gear everything by what's going on around you, by what you see around you, by the, the mess that you're living in, the unpacked boxes, the chaos of not being able to find anything, the fact that you don't have a friend yet, or you don't even know how to get to the nearest grocery store yet. You're still trying to figure out northeast, south, and west from your house. Walk by faith. Not by sight. Walk by faith, not by sight. You just have to understand that many, many times in that dry period of your life, you've lost your focus and you need to regroup and refocus on Jesus Christ to live above your circumstances and not. Under them, the importance of me just sitting here and sharing that with you, for you to know and to understand the importance of that, uh, and and then to to know that um, you will always, you will always be in some kind of valley but to choose to trust Him when you don't have all the answers, to run to Him when you're in turmoil, to rely on Him when you don't understand. It's not a feeling that you have, my friend, but it's a choice that you make. Don't base your feelings about Jesus on your circumstances but know that He is your answer. He is your answer to peace, to contentment, to joy. It's not about your feelings, but it's about the choice you make and the focus you make and the understanding that in this world that turns upside down in the midst of transition and change, that we serve an unchangeable God. An unchangeable God. And so many times in the midst of that dry period of discontentment you think how in the world could I ever be content? You know you think okay Susan you tell me to live above my circumstances by changing the focus of my life on God and on His Word and, and just on His promises and to choose to do that every day, to saturate myself with His Word, but then choosing to live in contentment when I'm so discontent, and that's so normal to have those feelings of discontentment when everything doesn't go according to plan or when things haven't worked out exactly like you want. That's when the dust settles. That's when reality hits. That's when it's easy to look around and compare or think if only, if only things were different. If only we made a little more money Or you might think, if only I uh, could measure up, or if only I had this or that, then I would be content. You're not always gonna love where you live. And you're not always gonna have everything come together like you expected. And you're certainly not gonna always feel spiritual You're a woman in process, my friends. You are, and I would say that to all of you listening, but I say that in particular to you. You, the woman that's sitting on my patio. Did I tell you that I had green, lime green uh, covers on my cushions against my black wicker? I know as you look around, you just love it. And I bet you'd love if I invited you back next time to sit with me on my porch. But when you're living in discontentment, when you feel like, I'm just not spiritual today, Lord, uh, just, just promise me, promise me that you'll steal away for quiet moments and listen to God. Trust Him to take you through that dry period of discontentment. And to understand that God will supply all of your needs. He may not supply all of your wants, but He will supply all of your needs. You know, I love in uh, Philippians four eleven through 12 what Paul says, Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned, past tense, learned. You see, Paul had a track record with God. I've learned how to get along with much or little. I've learned how to live on almost nothing or with everything. And I've learned the secret of contentment in every situation. I love learning from Paul because he went through a lot of upheaval. And he chose, he chose to focus on God. He chose to focus on His Word. And he chose to live not only above his circumstances, but to live in contentment when everything around him just just said, you should be discontent. And I think, you know, God, again, when you supply all of my needs, but not necessarily my wants, you're teaching me how to get along with little or how to get along with much. And you may be going through that desert experience of having a total wake up. I'm not happy. I'm discontented. Why did we move here feeling but let God be God and let Him work in your life through all of this. Gosh, I can remember one time when Bill and I moved and we were in a financial crunch and we had to make some major lifestyle changes. And yet, as many pity parties as I had, I remembered, God may not supply all my wants, but Susan, He supplied your needs my lesson was learned. And I encourage you to live in contentment by not only abiding in Jesus, abiding in his word, but also be grateful. You know, sometimes when you're discontent, all you do is think about how everything is wrong. Your thoughts become negative. Be grateful you can find something to be grateful for every single day. A grateful heart brings you back to Jesus. A grateful heart, being grateful for what you have, not only brings you contentment, my friend, but teaches you a lot about God's grace. He has shown unmerited favor to you and to me, in one way or another, whether you have much or little, it is sufficient. Don't miss the moment of thanking Him daily for His grace in your life. And maybe in the morning with a cup of coffee, you can just list out everything you have to be grateful for. Or maybe at the end of the day, you can just Add to that list, or think about how God blessed you that day. Paul teaches us a lot to live in contentment, to abide in Him, and I encourage you to be grateful and to make that choice in the midst of your circumstances, to choose joy. And let me tell you why. You know, we live in a world with a lot lot of unhappy people. We live in a world of miserable people as a matter of fact, people that have no hope. But you and I have hope. You and I have hope that is anchored in Jesus Christ and his word. And joy comes from inside of you. It's not dependent on your circumstances. Joy is that outward expression of an unshakable relationship with God. And you know it's there, and if it's not there, then God's gonna take you on a journey through this that's gonna deepen that anchor in Him. If you choose Him and choose to live above your circumstances, choose to live in contentment like Paul, Go to Philippians and read about Paul in Philippians 4. Read about him learning to live and get along and learn the secret of contentment. And then to choose that joy. Oh my goodness, John 15, 11, I have told you this, that you will be filled with my joy. Your cup of joy will overflow. And I have to tell you, I have to tell you, on my porch sitting here, in all honesty, I don't wake up every morning feeling joyful, but I choose it, I choose it because I'm grateful, because I know I'm blessed, because in spite of everything going on around me, I know it has a beginning and an end, and I know it won't be forever, and I know God is teaching me in the midst of the pain or the struggle. And for some of you in the midst of your suffering, that you need to hold on to him all the more and put that smile on your face, not a fake smile, but a smile that says, hey, I have an inner relationship with God that is unshakable, not determined by my external situation or circumstances, but about my internal relationship I want you my friends not to claim the joy that's in you but claim the Jesus in you because from that relationship will come joy true joy to trust him when you don't have all the answers I can't tell you how Uh, important it is that you and I just took the time to have this conversation, Uh, how important it is for me to give you a gentle reminder as you sit here with me in the quietness of this afternoon. I, I can't convey enough how important it is to remind you of these things, to gently pull you back on track, And allow you to uh, uh, wrap your heart and mind and refocus on Christ. And for heaven's sakes, don't feel guilty. We all go through those feelings of of questioning or doubt or wondering or um, just feeling like you know what, why, how, uh, how'd I get in this mess, or what did I do, or what could I have done differently. And I just want to be that small voice in your ear this afternoon as we sit here together or as we walk together or as we run together. Maybe you're on the treadmill listening to this um, podcast. But I just want to remind you that God will never leave you or forsake you. And I just want to be that gentle pull back to center that you can survive this change, this move, this transition. You can live above your circumstances, not under them. You can choose to be content in the middle of a mess, because God is in that mess. And you can have joy by knowing and claiming Christ in you, not through the circumstances around you. I believe in you and I know you're gonna make it. And before you leave my porch, I just want us to pray. I wanna pray for you and I want you to pray in your heart and be honest with God about your feelings and ask him to to come into your heart to um, be that encouragement to affirm you with His Word. And I I, I want you not forget to forget the key to that communication with God. Don't block Him out, but be inclusive and pull Him in all the more. Let me just pray for you. And then um, you can go on your way and go to the grocery store or run your errands, but you'll know that someone knows and someone cares and that's me and especially that's Jesus Christ Lord I just lift up my friend to you wherever she is today uh, whatever means that she is listening to my voice Lord um, and to the special person that's just sitting right across from me on my porch Lord I lift her up you know her name you call her by name I pray that you would encourage her with your word, that you would give her perspective on this move, that you would uh, show her, Lord, the many blessings, help her count her grateful heart uh, of things and people and all the blessings she has, Lord, all the gratefulness within. Lord, I pray that she will run to you, run to your word. I pray that you will comfort her. I pray, Lord, that you would uh, give her that spark of encouragement today that she needs. Let her feel your presence. Let her know that you go before her, Lord. And for all those things that are in her heart right now that are unspoken those questions those worries the anxiety the doubts the fears Lord I pray that you would um, just meet her with every one of those feelings Lord with every one of those emotions meet her right now Lord let her feel your presence Lord I'm just so grateful that this person uh, came to me today And that as we sit here, Lord, we can just reflect on who you are. I thank you, Lord, for reassuring us, Lord, through the one another's of just holding hands, of hearing the birds sing, of the quietness of this afternoon, to reassure ourselves that you are with us always. May peace go with you. Until we meet again, in Jesus' name, amen.